The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Tonight's episode of Wrestling Night in Canada is dedicated to the memories of Kamala and Bullet Bob Armstrong. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. And I'm Dustin Maruka. Hey, bros. What's going on? Well, quite a bit. There's a lot to talk about today. <laughs> there is there yeah. is there is unfortunately we did kind of have a minor layoff or layover where we hadn't pounded out an episode because we had we had two of them back to back our last two episodes were kind of right beside each other much like uh summer and payback yeah exactly <laughs> this time around because i kind of have to admit i was confused i did actually manage to catch a bit of raw last night as we speak and mm-hmm. they're talking about like payback and i thought and i'm like thinking to myself wait a minute didn't what happened to SummerSlam? didn't we just have that what are they, yeah. what are they talking about payback or whatever and then it just kind of hit me it's like Oh, okay. Okay, now I kind of get it. How is everyone feeling in the whole, you know, the whole Carino thing going on in the world? No, oh, fine. Still still not affected by it, really. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, still yeah. working and shit. <laughs> Dealing with stupid customers. Right. <laughs> and when you say customers, you're in the security business. Yeah. Fucking yeah, humans. Anyway, <laughs> people yeah. getting offended by my tattoos and shit, you know, mm-hmm. that fun stuff. Right, right. Well, hey, that is why I don't deal with the public. But what I do like dealing with is uh, dealing with you two hanging out, talking a bit of wrestling. Um, but before we kind of jump into the last couple weeks that were, unfortunately... Uh, we lost uh, two rather um, legendary figures within the pro wrestling world this last couple of weeks. First of all, how much do you guys remember of Kamala? That was a little before my time, but I, I have seen highlight videos of him. Right, right, yeah. right. It was definitely one of those characters that um, it... It lasted a long time, okay, and it got over everywhere. Like Kamala, he was kind of one of those journeymen, like like frequented like all throughout the territories. Pretty much hit them all up, probably except except for the AWA. I don't remember Kamala ever making his way there. But yeah, no, it was in big in the mid in the in the mid Atlantic and in Memphis. I think that's where they kind of got they put the character together. The, like his biggest run was probably the mid South territory before making his way for his uh, run in the WWF. And I said it correctly this time because it was the <laughs> WWF. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> 
what what made Kamala really interesting when you really think about it is James Harris, Sugar Bear James Harris, when he was discovered. Okay, here he was this big guy. You know, he didn't have much in the way of training. No matter what they did, okay, and I'm not speaking ill of the dead here, but Sugar Bear just kind of sucked. You know, yeah. like he was just just was no no matter what he did, like he tried, he tried, he tried. He just had no work rate. He couldn't talk. You know, but they just didn't want to give up on him. I think we're good. That's going back to um, Memphis. I think it was Law Jerry Lawler that had kind of put the Kamala character together when they said, um, "Okay, you know what? Let's do this." He doesn't have to talk. He doesn't really have to work with a gimmick like this. Just let him go out there and just be a beast and just destroy everyone without having to put together any sort of work right. And it worked. It worked for years. And people bought it. It was one of those gimmicks that, okay, you know, at the in the back of your mind, like, Everyone kind of knows, okay, yeah, this 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 is a work, but it was just one of those characters that you know people really suspended dis- disbelief for, and I think that all attributes to just the amazing work that that James Harris put into it. Mm-hmm. One of the things when they announced his passing. Okay, I think it was a week later, or maybe just a couple days later, Joe Biden, okay, announces for his vice president is going to be a Kamala Harris, spelt the same way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, Kamala James Harris passes away around the same time they announce Kamala Harris. You know, in the presidential <laughs> running as 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 she vice president, she gonna person. run around and hit her belly too. Like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, man. But who knows? It might work. And of course, I saw a bunch of memes. You know, next vice president Kamala, and I'm was kind of like, oh, come on, guys, that's that's kind of too easy, and all yeah. that. But I just kind of, I just kind of found found the timing very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So. That's too bad. That's too bad. Um, another one, Bullet Bob Armstrong. Like that was he's with. I guess. I guess Bullet will always be remembered mostly as being the uh, the 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 whole patriarch of the Armstrong family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Bullet Bob never actually made it out of the territories. You know, he was, yeah, yeah, he was a big mainstay all throughout various different NWA territories and all that. And he has a a long laundry list of titles that he won in, you know, in in Georgia Championship Wrestling and NWA Mid-America, Southeastern and all that. But um, younger fans will probably remember him most as uh, the father of uh, Road Dog. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I I knew Road Dog very well. That yeah, I I grew, well, I grew up in the the Attitude Era. That's when I first started watching. And Road Dog was one of the highlights of the show for me, just because I loved his his whole entrance and his mic work and all that. Oh, that really sure. Yeah, 
for for sure for sure but you know apart from road dog you know i remember um brad armstrong him yes uh, yeah he was he was a good territory guy as well never really got the push that he probably should have gotten when he eventually ended up in the nwa and then in wcw a little while later after that so yeah um yeah, we lost Bullet Bob uh, August 27th due to cancer. That's uh, too bad. And, of course, Wrestling Night in Canada extends our condolences to the Armstrong and the Harris families. And thank you. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for everything that you guys brought to the table. But... um. How about something a little more, uh, a little more lighthearted, a little, <laughs> a little more something to make us smile? Because I tell you, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that just makes that 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 makes me laugh. You know, yeah. just, let's. <laughs> uh, I think we should talk about the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. <laughs> the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. <laughs> Okay, what what everyone like? I it took me a couple couple days. Like they announced it, I saw some pictures of it on TV and all that. It it took I don't know maybe maybe a half a half a week or a couple days before I actually saw something of it. What was your uh, what was your reaction, you guys, when you saw the Thunderdome? I mean, it works for now. Yeah, like I. I see no like real issue with it. Like we're, we're getting back. It's like the atmosphere of the whole thing is a lot more like how it was before the pandemic. So like it's in an arena, it's at the Amway center in Orlando, but they won't, they'll never say that it's, 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 it's in the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it's like, they got these uh, screens all around where the seats would be. And uh and fans can project, or using their webcam at home, they can project themselves onto said screens after they sign up to be on Thunderdome on the websites, and you agree to the terms and conditions, which there are many. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to get into some of these. Yeah. This is this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I remember Try. some people have already been banned because... Yeah. For, well, yeah, some for... dude dressed up as a KKK member. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, cool. Some that's dude showed not... a live leak murder. Uh, a what now? Um, yes. If you, you know, I think it was last week on Raw. Not this week on Raw, but last week on Raw. There was a live leak murder. If you watch closely, there's someone getting their throat slit. Oh. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty bad. But wow. I, like last, I know last week there was a picture of Chris Benoit on one yep. of the right. screens. And uh, the thing Kenny on SmackDown Omega? on SmackDown last week, there was a picture of Kenny Omega. Okay, was that uh, just a picture, or was that actually him? It was just a picture, and then like later on, he like like comically commented on his appearance in the Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, okay. I actually bought that. I thought that he uh, signed, signed up. He personally signed up for it under his real name or whatever, and. And they put him on, yeah. (laughs) No, no, I think that was just a fan that wanted to project uh, their favorite AEW guys on there because, well, I don't know, if you read the terms and conditions, one of the terms is that uh, you're not allowed to wear any merchandise promoting any other promotion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, 
AEW. I like AEW being like who they're really talking about, I imagine. I definitely, definitely. I have the list. No, you do. I've got the list. Okay. Right here. Well, the, the the first couple of things, the custom link you've provided is specific to you, blah, blah, blah. That's boring. Okay, you must provide your own device. Yeah, okay, you know. And you, no, I, send me a fucking yeah, phone. Yeah, send, <laughs> send, send me, me a fucking one. phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this, this was interesting, though. We reserve the right to terminate or refuse participation in the Thunderdome if we determine in our sole discretion that the video or audio connection to the Thunderdome is unclear or unstable. So basically, they're saying, don't sign up with your piece of shit. <laughs> you know, make sure, make sure you have a damn good computer. You know, um, your behavior while participating in the WWE Thunderdome must be and must appear to be appropriate and respectful at all times. Oh, your behavior <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. while participating in yeah, the WWE Thunderdome must be and must appear to be appropriate for family-friendly all-age television audience at all times. Yeah, what, the live stream. Okay. <laughs> what, the, what they're probably saying is, um, remember, oh, yeah, and the WWF actually uh, kind of made an angle of this with Ryan Shamrock and Val Venus, where that couple that were screwing in front of the, uh, at the Toronto Sky Dome during a Blue Jays game, were they, do you guys remember this? Nope. No, not really. Uh, okay, okay. In the Toronto Sky Dome years ago, okay, during a Toronto Blue Jays baseball game, you could actually rent rooms that had a view of the stadium from your hotel room. It was a hotel room ba- built built into the stadium. Well, there was one rather exhibitionist couple, shall we say, that were kind of uh, doing a little something-something. <laughs> right there in the window in front of the whole stadium and all that. And th- this actually made the news a little while later. That's where the uh, Val Venus, Ryan Shamrock thing came from. It's like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. So not to be getting any action in the Thunderdome. Okay. No. Nope. You may not smoke or appear to smoke any substance, which includes making any gestures imitating smoking. We reserve oh, the right to can't take Damn it. <laughs> we reserve Get the off. right. <laughs> the thunder in the we have the right to terminate or refuse participation in the Thunderdome if you appear to be intoxicated or otherwise under the influence of alcohol, drugs, or other substances. In the but the way the WWE of- is now, you have to be drunk. To <laughs> you have it. to be. You have to have something to drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. on the show. When you, if you're there, if, when you were there live, I remember like when Raw came here, I had quite a few beers. My wallet, <laughs> my, my wallet was a lot lighter when I left than when I got there. <laughs> so, but you're not allowed to drink in your own house while watching. I, I guess so. I guess yeah. that. Which this no. this it wouldn't take long before they had me ripped right off because. In the interest of full disclosure, I got my I got my Jack Daniels going here with my Motorhead mug. 
Okay, and I would be doing the same damn thing if I was in the Thunderdome. So they would take <laughs> one look at me and say, okay, this guy's drinking and he's got that labeled mug and all that. Better get no, his ass. It's just a solo cup. It's just Coke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, yeah. You, what you do is you just get like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say it. They'll think of ideas. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> just get a solo just cup get... and write Street Profits on it. There we go. <laughs> There yeah, <laughs> just give it time. They'll sell those on www.com for forty dollars. Uh-huh. Just like the light up glove, for or you'll get sued. You'll get sued for it. No, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's you may not. You... Deal we had in a month. <laughs> you may not say or do anything during your participation in the Thunderdome. So you're Whether not, or not making noise. Yeah, whether or not you are appearing on the television broadcast at the time, that is the sole discretion of WWE. Something which constitutes a political statement or endorsement. You know, in other words, um, since Vince is so deep in bed with Trump, they don't want any signs up saying, you know, fuck Trump like any rationally thinking person would, would do. Is or could reasonably considered offensive, obscene, discriminatory, distasteful, including without limitation, making or appearing to make any obscene, lewd gestures or saying or appearing to say any obscene or lewd gestures or statements. So when you want to flip the bird to Vince, you know, <laughs> you know, like Steve Austin did for how mm-hmm. many years? <laughs> You know, I guess we can't have that. Oh, he was never flipping the bird. It was just his ring finger. (laughs) And and I guess, Ducky, you're not going to want to show your tattoos, as you mentioned. They're offensive. (laughs) You better not better not show any of your tats there. (laughs) And your rotting corpse tattoos. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your attire must be appropriate and must remain on at all times. Oh, there goes the fun, though. I was gonna say, well, no, I can't. So I can't Hulk Hogan my Hulk Hogan shirt. <laughs> no, no, no. And sorry, ladies, you can't get them titties out on national <laughs> TV. But DX made them do it all the time. Yeah, they did. I, I am. Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I know there is so much hypocrisy with this. Oh yeah, they're all for it when they do it, you know, during the Attitude Era and all that. Sure, sure. I'm gonna sign up for the Thunderdome, and I'm just gonna just have it showing me from the waist up, and I'm not gonna wear pants. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and a sign in the background saying, "I'm not wearing pants." Don't you hate pants? <laughs> oh no, I stood up in the wrong place to go pee. Oh jeez. <laughs> Delete. Delete. <laughs> uh, the environment and background. Sorry? Inadvertently exposed myself on Fox. Cops <laughs> 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 Okay. Oh god. Those seem to be pretty much the fun ones. There's just a whole whack of other, we're not responsible and all that. And all the techno mumbo jumbo. Okay. What, what would you guys do? Okay. You you guys. Okay. Does this cost anything? I don't think so. And I think you're just paying to have your, 
your mug projected onto a screen in the arena. I don't think it actually shows you a perspective, like a from a perspective of wherever your face might show up. Because I think like the faces change spots throughout the throughout the. Yeah, uh, oh. From what I've been watching, it looks like they do. Yeah, so I don't. I think like either. Yeah, like it, it must just like be a thing where it just casts your face onto the and you just watch on TV. Because I've seen plenty of plenty of people on the screens. It looks like it's taken from an angle where they're watching another screen, but their camera's pointed at them from the side or like close uh, to the side. So oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it costs anything. You just have to agree to it, and then I guess your camera phone has to like scan your face or something, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't think if if it did cost something, I don't think you'd see that many people on there. Uh, yeah, because I was like, unless of course they were treating it like you know how with with rock concerts they're doing the 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 live stream where you know for a couple bucks you know there's a live stream of a live concert or mm-hmm. something something akin to that. Right. And then I was just thinking, you know, the way the WWF is like. Are they charging like fifty bucks for people to do to do this? Watch or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just just well, just would... fifty bucks to have your name in the Thunderdome, you know, like Yeah, to have your face on national television through a right. screen. Because <laughs> I can't I can't help but think there's a lot of marks that would that would actually pay for it. Just for that opportunity. Yeah, there probably would be, but I don't know. Like, I never, I never heard anybody talking about prices for the Thunderdome, so I don't think it. I, I think it's a free thing. Well, that's good. That's for good. Now. For, for now, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess if there's a list, if 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 there's a waiting list, or you know, if the demand, if the demand is there, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure the dollar signs are going to uh, are going to start coming into play. Just do you want to be front row in the Thunderdome? A hundred <laughs> probably. <laughs> you know, I would I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. They'll they'll probably charge for like the, the big five pay-per-views. You have to like it's fifty dollars for SummerSlam and uh and Survivor series and the Royal Rumble, but it's a hundred dollars for WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, for WrestleMania it's half the price of the front row ticket, so it's five hundred bucks. Jeez. So what do you guys think of all of this? I think it's a good way to I I, I it's it's a, a breath of fresh air from the performance center. Right. Because like, the performance center was starting to get to a point where it was very uh what's the word I'm looking for? It was like uh claustrophobic in a way. Right. And like the the plexiglass around the ring was kind of like making the lights all fucky in my opinion and it just looked really weird. But now right. I'm glad to get back to like a full stage and a full production and pyro and all that stuff. And yeah, and just like I like the piped in crowd noise is kind of weird. I think oh, yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's Edge versus Ordinary Mania all over again. You are oh, you mean a backlash? Same shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Greatest wrestling match of all time. You don't remember what it was? <laughs> no, because they had to redo a spot where Edge tore his shoulder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, like, uh, in a way, 
I kind of I didn't I didn't mind the plexiglass so much because it like I preferred the days where it was actually thought of as a sport and it kind of gave it you know kind of like for that for a, a quick glance it kind of gave it the idea of a sport much like I guess what they're going with the Thunderdome to kind of give it the illusion that's the word I'm looking for the illusion of having a live crowd there and actual stadium noise like when they pump in the sound and all that yeah so it's uh what i found though the most interesting about the whole thunderdome thing is just what we were talking about the the chris benoit appearing the clan like all of this stuff like you knew okay this shit was going to happen mm-hmm. you know there's and and uh, quite frankly, that's I've been finding that more entertaining than what the WWF has been producing lately, and I'm kind of disappointed. And it's 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 kind of my own fault as well, you know, because now okay, like they have all of these um cinematic matches, and they have a lot of crap and all that. That's kind of putting people like me off. But on the other hand. You do have guys, you know, like Drew McIntyre as champion, guys like Styles, you know, like these are guys that I will take over an Undertaker or a Kane or a fucking Hillbilly Jim or any of those characters I can any still day hear of the week. Retirement speech. Has he shut up yet? <laughs> oh, Hillbilly Jim. The Hall of Fame speech, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he's still, some say he's still talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was like painful to watch. That yeah. I'm pretty sure that that speech is the reason why I cut, why I didn't get the whole thing taped. <laughs> uh-huh. My BBR. <laughs> is that it for the Thunderdome? Anything else, people? You guys want to uh, throw out there? Well, the, the Thunderdome is still kind of in its infancy. I don't know if we're ever going to see any progress of it from here, but that's pretty much all we. All I really have to say about it for the time being. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a residency when you think about it, like how how musicians go to Las Vegas, you know, and for six months they perform in one one building every day because you just keep having the tourists coming in in all the time. So when they kind of announced this, my initial thought was, what, a residency at the Amway Center? But then I thought... Well, no, this is actually more like a throwback to the old studio days without trying to be one. Because the studio wrestling and Billy Pumpkins in the NWA, he did his best to re- to reproduce that. You know, like the old studio, they had the one studio where they shot every week, you know, and they it's not like they bounced around to a, a different city every time. So the Thunderdome kind of is an upgraded, shall we say, in terms of production to the old studio days when you kind of think about that. So for all the old timers out there with like myself that are kind of being put off by the Thunderdome, maybe look at it that way and maybe you might get a little more out of it. Yeah, the Performance Center was kind of the same way in a lot of right. But the Performance Center kind of like made the WWE feel like an indie promotion, but with, like, really high production values, like, really good camera quality. Right, right. In a way. But, yeah, 
Like, I guess, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. It's like, it's like a higher scale studio wrestling days. <laughs> it's like yeah. the impact zone, but it, instead of the impact zone, it's the Thunderdome. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with the like, but, but with impact, you know, when 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 TNA when they were when they were shooting in Orlando over and over and over, it was hurting them more than anything else. Yeah, it was cheap and all that, but no one was showing up and no one that did show up really cared no because yeah because you know it was just it was people attending disneyland or disney world or universal or whatever and then people come up hey you want to go see wrestling well what do you think honey you know and like that's why like when tna took took impact on the road that's when they had their best shows just for that very reason yeah, well, they, they did some of their pay-per-views out of arenas, I remember that, but they only sold, like, the lower bowl because, like, the, the 200s and the 300s would never sell for a TNA pay-per-view. Not, doesn't matter what city you're in, I think. It, it was just, like, the lower bowl was only the one. The lower bowl on the floor was the only ones they could really sell. It's kind of like the WCW in its dying days. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> or the way, the the same idea of ECW Let's yeah. maybe play maybe play to a smaller building and and pack the place. Maybe that's kind yeah, of what TNA should have been doing. Yeah, yeah, that was Paul Heyman's whole whole mm-hmm. shtick. Get the smallest venue you can, pack as many people in there as you can, so it looks like look it looks like a big deal on camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it works. WWE's been doing that for the last little while with their camera angles. They just don't show the one half of the arena behind the hard cam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hi, right, who's got what next? When they were here, the entire arena filled out. I was actually quite impressed with that. Right, uh, yeah, that was something that I was meaning to ask you. What does the WWF do when they do come here? Because they don't come here, they only come once every couple of years, right? Well, that well was they the usually first... come twice a year. They usually come once every like six, seven months. Yeah, they would do a Raw show, then a SmackDown show, then a Raw show, then a SmackDown show. But this was the first televised show that's been here since SmackDown in 2003 or 2004, I think. Oh, okay. They did Raw and SmackDown at the Winnipeg Arena. Right, I remember that. But what about just house shows for the WWF here? I went to a SmackDown house show in 2018 in December, and it did not. It was not full at all. Nope. I think I was there. Yeah, that was the one. It was AJ Styles versus The Miz was the main event. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it was. It was pretty empty. But uh, for for the actual televised Raw that was here earlier this year in February, it was packed. Right. Because like, I guess because it was a Raw. Yeah, I don't know if it was sold out or not, but it was pretty full. <laughs> it just it just goes to show what we were saying about how interest in pro wrestling right now just i don't know i don't know like like i said we're starting the wrong time because i remember every month when during the territory days we were we were in awa town and we had month we had monthly cards and the old winnipeg arena was packed every month Hmm. you know would the wwf be able to do a monthly card here and pack the arena no i doubt it i doubt it yeah yeah, yeah, but that if they went to a smaller venue, like if they if they tried to throw like a smaller thing at like maybe like the at the U of M, 
where the Bison play the basketball games, they could probably do something out of there. It would probably do fairly well. Dude, they should do a fucking NXT in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they should. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, before I get right off topic and start talking about, you know, 1977, uh, who, who wants to throw something else out there? What can we share here? No, you want to go from the Thunderdome right into SummerSlam? I think that makes sense, yeah. Okay, okay, okay sorry. Before we kind of get into it, um, what kind of made my evening with this? Okay, like, the Monday Night War is now the one. Wednesday night war. Okay. Yeah. You know, now as as well, okay. SummerSlam was no, no, not SummerSlam, but um the NXT payback or the NXT takeover. NXT payback. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the 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 NXT takeover was the night before SummerSlam, right? Yeah, and that was the same night as Saturday night dynamite. Right, right. Now that kind of harkened me back to the days when um, the WWF and the old NWA were in their were were having their wars, okay, over pay per views. You know, like the WWF screwed the 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 NWA out of Starcade and all that, and that's a whole that's a whole kind of other story. NWA ended up coming back WrestleMania night by airing a live. Uh, a live, the very first Clash of the Champions kind of existed as a way to stick it to the WWF's WrestleMania pay-per-view by giving us, you know, this live pay-per-view style free program to counteract Re- WrestleMania. Now, with the changing of Dynamite because of basketball, and at least it was, it was a sport, not a dog show. This yeah. time, <laughs> you know, well, let's at least go with that. They changed Dynamite for that week over to Saturday, and it took me right back to when the WWF would have the pay per view and the NWA would counteract with this free program. It was kind of like that for me personally. I don't know if if you if you guys noticed that, but yeah, yeah. So that was kind of interesting for me. I. Ended up because I don't have the network and all that, so I ended up watching um, Dynamite when that when that was going on. I assume they were on at the same time. I don't know for sure, but uh, you're right. Of... I think they were. They were on. Uh, uh, Takeover was from six till nine or eight thirty, I guess, and then Dynamite started at nine till eleven. Mm. Yeah, it was like Dynamite wasn't live on TSN up here. It was maybe it was on TNT. But yeah, up here it was uh, pretty late. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyways, that's kind of my whole take on that. So I'm just going to listen to you guys talk about SummerSlam and all that because, like I said, I never really got to it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about the weekend, Takeover was pretty good. Like that that ladder match for the North American title. My God, so many times I thought so many guys were going to win that match. <laughs> okay. Like, Ducky, did you win that, or did you? Uh, yes, that? I won that ladder match, Matt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, North American champion now. I got back yeah. into Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Uh, or, yeah, but did you see it? Uh, highlights. Oh man, I, I would like do yourself a favor and get on the network and go watch that match in full. 
That was unbelievable. <laughs> I won't, I'm not I was, mistaken. I don't think I was home that night. Okay, well, that's fair. But yeah, like if, if you can if you can find that match on or the just watch the whole event. But that match in particular was, I I wouldn't say it was as good as the ladder match for the first ever North American champion, but because because they didn't have the crowd to feed off of. But there definitely was like a lot of good spots highlights and spot and there were quite a few spots where you're just like holy shit he's gonna win it oh no here comes somebody holy shit he's gonna win it nope here comes somebody <laughs> like guys literally like fingertips away from getting these things and it's just like oh here comes <laughs> gets knocked off the ladder almost dies <laughs> and that's kind of what you want in a ladder match you want to have this this the yeah you want to have that you want oh. you want the almost death <laughs> yeah, you death, but like uh, everybody in that match, like Gar- Gargano, Cameron Grimes, uh, Bronson Reed, uh, Damian Priest, and Velveteen Dream, I think it was. All right. Yeah, they all put on well amazing performances as you would as you would hope from all of them. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. This. this, sorry, this okay. <laughs> Yeah, this match was because Keith Lee had won the NXT title, so they had to vacate the North American. Yeah, he he relinquished the North American title, and then they had a yeah they had a tournament to determine who would be in the ladder match. Yeah, and then I think Dexter Loomis was going to be in it, but he was injured as well. So he they had like a last chance triple threat match, I think. Yeah, I think. Oh, they had a couple last chance matches, but uh, yeah, it, it ended up being yeah Gargano, Velveteen Dream, Dex or not Dexter Lewis, uh, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes, and yeah, a lot of these like some of those guys don't get a whole lot of TV time, but aside from Gargano, I guess, but like uh-huh. yeah, all, all five of them like showcased like how good they are. I think. Right and, on. Yeah. But anyway, on to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, first match of the night was on the pre-show. was uh, for the U.S. title between Apollo Crews and MVP. Not a very long match. I think it barely went seven minutes. And, yeah, Apollo came out the champion. Or okay. came out still retaining. But uh, that's, that's uh, again, that's one of those matches where you're just like, why is this on the pre-show? Because, like, mm-hmm. I think if were it on the main show, I think it could have... Been given a lot more time to. To. It wouldn't have been seven minutes. It would have been eight. <laughs> it could have gone for ten. Right. Yeah. Then. Uh, yeah. First first match on the main show was Bailey versus Oscar uh, in Oscar's first match of the night. This one was for the SmackDown Women's Title. And of course, Sasha Banks was at ringside. Uh, it was actually a pretty good match. It went a lot longer than I thought it would. I thought it would have been a quick one. Either by DQ or that Oscar would have uh, would have won quick, but Bailey ended up retaining with this one, and which actually caught me off guard. I thought for sure she was going to lose because yeah. they, they kind of seemed some to be the whole, yeah, they <laughs> seem to be hyping up the whole Oscar winning both titles thing, but mm-hmm. I guess just obviously didn't happen. But yeah, Bailey won, retained the SmackDown Women's Title. They all celebrate. It was actually a pretty good match. I was very impressed with it. Did you uh, did you watch that one, Dustin? 
Yeah, I watched it. It was good. Yeah. But Oscar should have won. Yeah, she should have. <laughs> oh. oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe they're just trying to keep you on your toes because you probably had, there's probably everyone was like, okay, Oscar's going to be the new Becky Two Belts or something. They, they, they got to come up with a name like. Yeah, they got Becky two belts, Bailey dose straps, uh, two belt banks. <laughs> what, what, what would they call Oscar? Oh, God. If Oscar was two belts, whatever, Vince would probably come up with something racist. Or like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think she's. Warriors? Like, come on. The Empress of Every Title. Well, there we go. Or, uh, Oscar can Oscar consecutive cummerbunds. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be it. Yeah. Oh no, Vin- Vince would never admit that it's a cummerbund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Next match was uh, the Street Profits versus uh, Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Team Titles. That one. Was uh, Street Profits came out on top. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. It was again, it was pretty short. Like just ran over seven minutes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like for as talented as all the all four of these guys are, I thought I was expecting something a lot bigger, especially for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this this match could have easily gone fifteen minutes, and it could have been an absolute spot fest. Like knowing knowing how good, especially Montez Ford, like that guy has the best frog splash in the game right now. I think. Move over, Van Dam. Sorry. <laughs> well, at least Montez Ford can do it without hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's what you. Yeah. Mean. Yep. But uh, yeah, and after that was the no disqualification loser leaves WWE match between Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. <laughs> okay. Okay. This I didn't actually see the match. Okay, but didn't it? It was supposed to be. A hair versus hair match, right? To begin with. Yeah. They they had to change that last minute because Sonia Deville was still like M- Mandy ended up winning this match. But I, I'm pretty sure that was the plan for the get-go. But because of the whole situation with Sonia Deville having that uh, person break into her home and right. uh, threaten her. So now she has to go to court and her lawyers advised her that she should not change her appearance before she goes to court. See, yeah, that's kind of what made made me go like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's just like like she's the victim. Like it should it shouldn't matter if she has hair or she's bald or anything. Like they have this guy, lock, stock, and barrel. Okay, like he's like he's he's going to jail for a long time and good riddance. Okay. Yeah. My whole my whole opinion and everything I have to say about this would take the entire episode. Okay. What should it matter? And I understand. Okay. The the lawyer is saying we have to make her look as much of the victim as possible. And if she comes out looking like a badass skinhead, then she might not get the sympathy and all that. But I I honestly think this. It's this is an open and shut case. This guy is done. Yeah, I don't. I think it's more so like a he. They don't want to take the risk of any like technicalities, like courtroom technicalities or any legal loopholes. Because oh, like okay. she shows up looking different than the pictures that they have. 
I don't know. Maybe they could. You know, it's it's America. <laughs> they have legal. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a different person. What are you? That's yeah. not her. Yeah. What are you talking about? See, see, yeah. that one has hair. This one does it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guarantee you, the guy representing the guy who uh, the lawyer representing the guy who uh, broke into her house would probably try to use that. Be like, like I've I've heard of cases being completely thrown out because one of the uh, one of the witnesses brought like the wrong documentation to the to the case. So they had to wow. throw it out in reality. So, so yeah, that that's pro- more than likely the reason behind so- or behind Sonya going on SmackDown and changing the the stipulation of the match. Right. But I also her leaving has to also do with the the whole court case as well, just so she can she doesn't have to like constantly go between being on TV and going to court and. Right, right, and and sorry, she probably actually just wants to get the hell out of the spotlight for a while after this traumatic effect, you know, this this thing that happened, it's just like, uh, like, do I, I don't want to go through this, this, this shit again and all that, so she probably wants to take a step back, take a breather and get out of the spotlight for a while, and when something like that happens, like, do you blame her? No. No, not at all. I can't even imagine what that must be like to have somebody like obsess over you in such a way. Oh yeah. 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 Like that's, and like we see not only just in wrestling, but actors go through this and musicians go through this. I remember one, one time I was just kind of joking around saying, you know, where's, where, where's, where's Snowy Stalker? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, just kind of being a smart ass. And my wife is like, love, don't say that. You know, like the last thing we want is, you know, some 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 psycho stalking you. And then, you know, I'm in danger and all that. And all. it's like, holy shit. Yeah, she's kind of right. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it's like having fans is great. But having people that find out where you live and come to your house <laughs> and invade your privacy and like, oh, yeah. Brutal. Have other intentions, like look what happened to John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh there's there's been a number, a number of these incidents over the years, and it, it's it's kind of scary. So, I guess Sonya is taking some time off now. Yeah, she's on an, until the whole court case wraps up, and this guy is put behind bars for what I hope is a very long time, or either that or gets some extreme psychological evaluation mm-hmm. like I don't know I imagine his lawyer is probably going to try to pull some strings and like not get him put maybe claim insanity and get him put into a mental home instead of a instead of a jail yeah jail, yeah which like the guy had a knife and he tried to kill her like that's yeah he was going to kidnap her like he had all yeah. the all the equipment to actually kidnap her and all that like that was that's it's scary it is it it really is it really is yeah um do you think though the loser leaves town stipulation like because like stips never actually fall you never actually follow through with them you know what i mean like never 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 you know that's why that's why the hair versus hair thing you can't work your way around it you cut a guy's hair off you cut his hair off 
Unless you're Kurt Angle and you wear a wig and wrestling headgear for a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only, for the, only for the rock to rip it off your head. And <laughs> I think, and I think like probably the hands head in horror, just like going, yeah. <laughs> or what CM, CM Punk just wore a luchador mask for a few weeks after he got his head shaved, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they're, they're selling it that, that way as well. They're kind of like, you, you shaved my hair. You know, and I don't want to go on national TV look looking like that. That's actually kind of smart. Yeah. 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 I was thinking probably maybe the best way around it is just give her an injury angle. You know, during the match, you know, because it's supposed to be a no holds barred, no DQ and all that. Ha- have her get hurt somehow in some way. Not, you know, they could have. But- did like the whole AEW thing with Sammy and Matt? Because remember, there was that spot. Like with she got up onto the corner of a table, and Mandy was just w- sliding chairs at her, like when Sammy threw a chair at Matt Hardy's head. Well, yeah. okay, yeah, but that was some hard way shit. Like, that was an yeah. accident. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I guess yeah. Sorry, Sonya is taking some time off now with because of this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mandy, Mandy's gonna continue. I don't even know if she was on Smack. No, she wasn't even on SmackDown <laughs> this this past week. So who knows? Who knows where they're where they're going with that? Continue her storyline with Otis at some point. I suppose. Oh, okay. But anyway, which, which sorry, which that that angle is just like every wrestling fan's dream because this Otis, okay, if he if he wasn't a wrestler and you know, on national TV every week. There's no way any good-looking chick is looking at him twice. I'm sorry, that's just that's just hum, that's just human human nature. And so now, by putting that, that's why they're together on TV is to make all of us wrestling fans that would have no no chance in hell with Mandy Rose, you know, that's kind of the Ron Jeremy thing. You yeah. Know, like, there's so so many guys just worshipped Ron Jeremy for all these years because here is this short little ugly repugnant thing getting all this pussy, you know. It's mm-hmm. kind it's kind that's what I equate the Mandy Rose Otis thing to is the whole Ron Jer- Jeremy thing, which that's that's a whole other thing. <laughs> as yeah, well. but, yeah, but in, in reality, I know like uh Rose and Otis are like good friends, and apparently Mandy Rose's real life boyfriend is cool with the whole thing, and well, he's he's a big fan of Otis as well. He would have to be, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, because I don't see Vince going. What your boyfriend yeah. doesn't like it? Well, okay, we'll change it for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, the whole thing was Mandy Rose's idea too. So, oh, okay, cool. All right, on. He went to Vince about it. Face. But yeah, anyway, moving on from this match. Next was uh, the street fight between Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio making his injury. Yeah, that was actually. I didn't know what to expect expect from Dominic, but he's good. Yeah. His dad, Eddie, taught him well. I mean, Ray. (laughs) His biological father, Eddie Guerrero. Are they ever going to have a Dominic on the pole match now or something where he, uh, where, uh, where, because Rollins isn't a whole hell of a lot older than Dominic by now, right? 
Uh, Rollins is like in his mid thirties. I think he's like around the same age as me. I think yeah, he's like 34, 35. Okay. Dominic's like 24, I think. Okay. So he's only about 10 years older than him. Yeah. Ballpark. So yeah, Yeah. I could, I I could see someone in the WWF going, well, we did it once. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, we'll have, as it turns out. Yeah. Um, um, Rollins is Dominic's bio dad. Yeah, of course he was ten, but that's okay. <laughs> Either that or Dominic could join Seth Rollins' uh little group and be his disciple. I term. could actually see that. I could actually yeah. see that happening. Yeah, since Austin Theory has now apparently gone back to NXT, and I don't know, I don't know if Murph, uh, Murphy and Rollins are breaking up or what's going on there, but. Or maybe Seth Rollins is going to be taking time off to be with Becky. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Well, that I, you can't fault a guy for that. Nope. But uh, no, the match itself was really good. I I was surprised by it. It, it was went pretty long. It was over twenty minutes. And uh, yeah, Dominic uh, Dominic really showed that even though this was his first ever televised match, that those. Uh, those performance center hours are really paying off, but uh, I don't know. Like, depending on what happens with Dominic, I wouldn't mind seeing him. Like, after this whole feud with uh, between the Mysterios and Rollins dies off, I wouldn't mind seeing Ray or sorry uh, Dominic going down to NXT and kind of going through that whole system. Mm-hmm. Just kind of get get like get a little more experience, like still be on TV, but like. Not be, <laughs> not be on the, like the on on Raw, you know. Like I think having your first match on SummerSlam and then your next match on another pay per view and then having a qualifying match for the WWE Championship on Raw that seems a bit much. Well, for that your first... qualifying match. Oh yeah. Supposed to be for Ray, but Ray tore his tricep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it was like a yeah a last minute replacement. I, I knew Rollins was going to win that, but. And if he wasn't, if Rollins didn't win that match, it was gonna. He, he Dominic sure as hell wasn't gonna win the, the number one contenders match. But anyway, no Orton would RKO'd and punted him. Oh yeah, and then then he would have gone down to NXT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he would have you know he would have RKO'd Ray, and then Ray would have disappeared for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, it re-injured his eye. Every once in a while, you see Ray's eye kind of pop out. So in the middle of the match, he has to stop. He's got to he's got to push it back in and break out the tape, wrap the tape around his eye and his head. Come on, don't be a bitch. Pull a Vader. Actually, put your eye back in. Uh, uh, be like Sabu and taper taper muscle back onto your arm. Yep. <laughs> how how is Ray's eye doing these days? Oh, he's got a he's got a mesh patch over one of the eyes on his mask. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they are doing some effort to sell it. Yeah, but he like he still wrestled a full match at uh Summer or at Payback. But regardless, like yeah, they are still like putting it on there just to make it like seem like it's legit mm-hmm. but you can you can clearly see under the mesh patch that his eye is not actually covered like by right. an actual like like gauze or anything like that it's like a mesh patch that's like 
comes out like bubbles off the mask and like does not touch his, or really cover his eye <laughs> whatsoever. It's like it's like the it's like the eyes on like Jushin Thunder Liger's mask where it's just, it's made so you can't really see most of his eyes. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because they've they've done the whole eye thing in the past where Johnny Valiant in the old WWF took his cigar to Mike Rotundo's eye, you know, causing him and Wyndham to lose the WWF title and all that. And then year years later, Scotty Riggs in uh, in WCW took 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 a cigar to the eye, and both times they just had the patch on his eye for a couple weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and then that was that was kind of the end of it. So I was just kind of curious what 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 Ray's eye looks like these days. No, you don't see it. What about um the whole ECW Raven blinding Sandman? Oh, with the fireball. Yeah. Yeah. When he, well, went, they, when he like sold it for like three months off tv as well just like going out in public yeah that's dedication i like that yeah that's kayfabe man mm-hmm. yeah but yeah anyway yeah uh my point is is that yeah dominic dominic really impressed me that night and i'm looking forward to seeing what he actually will accomplish in the in the months and years to come He's got a bright future. He's, he's got he's got a good name attached to him. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely got the pedigree there. But just part of me is kind of like too too much too soon, you know, where they just threw him out there as a gimmick, and yeah. now if they want to try to make him a legit a legit wrestler, if he doesn't win a gimmick match every time out, then he's not getting over big like. You know, through his own merit, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be interesting. Let's yeah. let's 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 talk Dominic a year from now. Yeah, for sure, and see where it's at. Yeah, he's an AEW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when that Ray goes up. to AEW, Vince get mad. Orton punts Dominic out of the company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So All what's right. Yeah, what's after? What's next up with SummerSlam? After that was uh, Sasha Banks versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Okay, um, I kind of heard they did the whole Asuka entrance the second time. They did the whole thing again. She got back in her robe and did up her makeup again yeah. and her hair. Uh, okay, the, and she didn't sell her knee. Like, come on. I would think oh. if you had just gone through one match, like to do the whole shtick again, that d- d- doesn't really make much sense. Why would you not just have her come in, kind of hurting a bit? Her makeup is smeared. Her hair's a mess. You know, like she's just seen some shit, but she's ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like in hockey games, you know, like in between periods and all that, like they don't go and change uniforms and do their hair and get all dolled up again and all that. And I know I'm kind of reaching with that, but it's essentially the same thing. Like uh, someone has, in the WWF has to be going, okay, 
she did it once. Why does she have to do it a second time? You know, I just it kind of it kind of kind of takes takes away. Vince was probably like, "Oh, it's for the new people who joined the Thunderdome now. <laughs> yeah. For the people whose turns ran out, it's for the new people." <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, this was another. It was pretty much the same length as the as the SmackDown Women's Title match, but uh, yeah, in this one, Oscar Oscar came out the the winner by it's submission. Such a flip powerbomb to the floor looked like it fucking hurt. Oh yeah, did it ever? And but, the camera went to Bailey and then moved right away because Bailey was clearly looking like Oscar, like, "Oh shit, are you okay?" And yeah, the camera panned away. <laughs> Because Oscar, Oscar did not tuck her chin. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she hit her head on the whole, on the floor pretty hard. Yeah. And then the look on Bailey's face, looking right at Oscar, like, "Oh no, is my friend okay?" <laughs> yeah. Switched camera angles really quick. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like how they kind of played up the whole, uh, or like Bailey was trying to. Uh, psych up Sasha but didn't actually like do anything to help her mm-hmm. right yeah so like I think Asuka like knocked Bailey off the or knocked Bailey down but she could have easily gotten back up or like tried to cause a disqualification so Sasha would have won but she didn't or well, sure she would have lost but still retained the title I mean but uh yeah Asuka ended up beating uh Sasha by submission with the Asuka lock I also feel the need to point out that Sasha Banks is a five-time Raw Women's Champion. Oh, my God. Already. Five that... times and not once. Not once has she successfully defended that championship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Gee, I wonder if they're hot-shotting the titles. Jeez. <laughs> Duh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. You you bring up this stuff just to get me going, don't you? Yeah, I yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to torment Snowy by mentioning all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, after that was uh, the first world title match was the WWE title match between McIntyre, yeah, Drew McIntyre, and uh, Randy Orton. That was, oh, okay. That was also yeah. really good. It was a really good match. I thought it was really good. I uh, wasn't a big fan of the finish, but. Oh, well. backslide. Yeah, backslide. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's not a surprise roll up, but like considering it was a match between two guys that had like the most out of nowhere finishers in all of the company, like people wanted to see either an RKO or a Claymore. We didn't get that. <laughs> we didn't get either of those things. Nope. That's no. okay. I'll 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 take a backslide. No, that's yeah, fine. It was like that's the, the best backslide I've seen in a long time. <laughs> he know, actually I'm... held his arms down, unlike the other guys. They just, you know, we'll just hook this for a minute and hold it. Mm. Well, Drew was know. just like, no, you son of a bitch, you're not getting out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know. I'm just personally not a big fan of like roll up finishers. I don't, especially in championship matches, for I don't know why they just seem so cheap to me. Yeah, okay. It's like how many how many times has WWE done the whole surprise roll up finish via distraction? 
I know this wasn't via distraction, but still, it was like, I know it, it was kind of an old school finish, I suppose. Very, but, very old school. Because yeah. the sec, the, the the second you said he won by a backslide, that took me back to Kerry Von Erich winning the NWA World Title with a backslide from from, mm. from Flair. So that's that's why I kind of marked out there for a minute when you when you mentioned that. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it's a, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with a good old fashioned small package and. You know, I, honestly, I think a lot of wrestling bookers and all that, they need to go back to school. Old school. They should let so Rollins bring back his fucking small package driver, which he used to do in Ring of Honor. That'd and be cool. WA. That was so yeah. good. Or let uh, Kevin Owens do his package pile driver. That'll never right. fucking happen as long as Vince yeah. is alive. Yeah, true. True, true. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned the first world title match. So both, oh my god, both. I can't believe I'm going to say this. The second world title match. Yeah, the Universal Championship. Oh, it was okay. Good, yeah, it was between Braun Strowman, who was coming in as the champion against uh, the Fiend. Oh, okay. In a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, it was uh, a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. The match, the match ended up going into like the, they they ended up fighting in gorilla position, but nobody was in there for some reason. Okay, <laughs> I thought it, I thought it would have been a lot cooler if like a bunch of people were in gorilla position and these two behemoths are just throwing each other around on the monitors and stuff. Or yeah. you know, Vin, or you know, Vince McMahon just randomly said, "This is such good shit." Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Vince, we gotta go. Oh, this is such good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would have actually been pretty cool. But uh, one thing I liked about this match, no red light for The Fiend. I'm so glad that they've finally done away with that concept for his matches because that was getting old, in my mm -hmm. opinion. It makes I, it hard to see. Like, they they okay, still do it for Okay, when... debut Kane, like, stop. Yeah. Oh, like, okay, I see what you mean now then. Okay. Yeah, yeah I... They, they still do it for when he, like, comes out to the ring and, like, attacks people. But I'm really glad that it's just not all red lights all the time when he's in the ring anymore. Because that was just, like, Bray Wyatt himself. Because, like, like, Bray Wyatt has to wear contacts when he's the Fiend to give him the yellow eyes. Oh, okay. So him having to wear those coupled with all the red lights, even, like, other wrestlers, other wrestlers who don't wear contacts... Have said that it makes it so impossible to see everything. That, yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm glad they did away with it. Well, yeah, well, if you don't have contacts, then you're getting your eye poked out. Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone see anything? Like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the it was pretty much what you would expect—just two big men throwing each other around. The Fiend not really selling much of anything. Getting, using his supernatural spooky powers to get up after being slammed through the barricade immediately. And uh, <laughs> the ending of the match came when Braun whipped out a box cutter, tore up the mat to expose the wood. And then the Fiend got up and hit two Sister Abigails on him and got the pin and became the new Universal Champion. And then 
immediately after the match was over, Fiend was holding the title, and then Roman Reigns came back after being away for oh god for March. Yeah, came back, speared the Fiend, but of course the Fiend doesn't get up from a spear. He can get up from being thrown <laughs> through the announce. He can get. He can go through the announce table. He can go through the barricade. He can. He can be power slammed. He can take everything and get right back up. But no, a spear from Roman Reigns. That's what uh, Roman. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's it exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm lying down. I can't do a good Vince McMahon impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roman comes back with this uh, with this new heel persona, and uh, yeah, just he yeah spears Bray uh, Wyatt. Goes out of the ring, starts beating the crap out of Braun Strowman with a chair, and just bad mouthing them the entire time, telling both of them they'd be nothing. Or like, yeah, he tells tells Braun Strowman, "Oh, he's like, you're not a monster." He's like, he's like, "You're not a lo- you're not a monster unless I'm here. Without me, you're nothing." And then, yeah, goes back in, spears the fiend again, <laughs> while the fiend flying down, picks up the universal title, and goes, "This has always been mine." You're just a freak in a mask. So <laughs> I didn't like how they undersold the fiend in that. I hate when they just say he's a freak in a mask. Because uh-huh. I like it when they try to play up that he's just this like this actual monster. Right. But Oh yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it too. One or the other guys, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But either way, like the so, SummerSlam overall was good, but I wouldn't say it was spectacular. Okay, so SummerSlam, horns up, horns down, horns in the middle? Uh, best horns pay-per-view the of the year, so I would say up. No, oh, really? You said it was the best of the year? Well, best WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. Year. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. AEW is going to blow it out of the water on Saturday, so. Yeah, with All Out, yeah. Oh, but, uh, yeah, the so yeah, we had a a week build and, or a week of build between uh, SummerSlam and the next pay per view, which was Payback, and which I don't know. I, I'd say, given the whole, given the fact that there was only two shows between <laughs> between the two pay per views, I'd say they did a pretty decent job of building Payback up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, on SmackDown, they showed that uh, Roman Reigns had uh, aligned himself with Paul Heyman. <laughs> right, right. So, is what 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 do you think of heel Reigns and aligning with with Heyman? What's your opinion of that? It's really too too early to say because he he hasn't really had that much screen time yet. Right. I'll get I'll get to that when we talk about the main event. Like uh, on SmackDown, they were trying to get like find him to sign the contract. And then the the whole the episode ended with him saying, "Is like I'm not signing this contract until we get the changes that I want, and then I'm going to go in there and I'm going to win the universal title back that I never lost in the first place." And then yeah, that's that's when they revealed that Paul Heyman was with him. And then him. he goes, "That's not a like that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler, yeah." Yeah, and then Paul Heyman leans over and goes, "Believe that." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they yeah, and then. Yeah, payback. You don't see Roman Reigns for the whole show, but we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First match of payback pre-show match was uh, the Riot Squad. Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan defeated the Iconics. 
Iconics. Oh, Iconics. Iconics. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the yeah the the, the team you hate to love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Ruby and Liv ended up beating the Iconics. Uh, I don't know, pretty underwhelming, I'd say. <laughs> Not all right. Well, hey, yeah. my cup of tea. But then, yeah, the main show opened with uh, a United States Championship match. Hey, oh, hey. what a concept! <laughs> <laughs> I should also add that both SummerSlam and Payback did not have Intercontinental Title matches, which I thought okay. was kind of weird. But anyway, it was Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz, and uh, yeah, it was. It was a pretty decent match, but then Bobby Lashley ended up winning with the full Nelson, and uh, yeah, made Apollo Cruz tap out. So Bobby Lashley is now the United States champion. Uh, I think this is his second reign. Yeah, his first yeah. reign was ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, back in like, or wasn't that like two thousand eight, or was it? It was a while ago. Yeah, he beat um, oh, the dude who did the whole like. Workout gimmick. He was like Simon Dean and like. Oh, Simon Dean, yeah. Oh. Simon. Yeah. Sister. yeah, and who was he in the Blue World Order again? Oh, that uh, was. Um, oh shit. Not uh, Stevie Richards, not the Blue Meanie, the other dude. Yeah, yeah, no, I. Him. Nova, Supernova. Yeah, Nova. So yeah, Nova. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm getting old. <laughs> it took me. I'm starting all this shit that just even five years ago, all this little insignificant trivia, which just go off the top of my brain just instantly. You know, I find myself having to think about things now. So, uh, so a new new U.S. champion, probably for the yeah. fifth time this month. But uh, no, Apollo held it for quite a while. I oh, thought, okay. yeah. <laughs> You got to remember that MVP was never technically the United States champion, even though he introduced the new belt and held it himself and claimed he was. Oh, okay. I, I'm just going by the fact that they seem to just hotshot these titles around so much these days. This is going to sound... Oh, wait, never mind. Wow, I had a fucking brain fart. <laughs> I was just about to say, who is the, U the Intercontinental champion right now? Oh, yeah, it's Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy beat AJ Styles for it the day or the front the SmackDown before SummerSlam. Yeah, because Vince didn't want it on the show. Or he he wanted it on SmackDown to try and improve ratings. That's why. Oh well, that's gonna do it. The IC yeah. title that no one cares about anymore. Well, yeah, but make, 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 people care. make people care about it. Well, yeah, make which which this whole thing about titles, U.S. Intercontinental, is the whole idea behind Turnbuckle Talk tonight. Okay. We want to make people start caring about titles, and we're going to start tonight. Okay, well, yeah. we'll get to the rest of this card. Yeah, get to the rest of this card. Okay, next match was uh, Big E, <laughs> Big E versus Sheamus in a okay. singles match. This was actually really good. I I was really impressed with this match. It went went a good length. Both guys had a good showing. Biggie came out the victor, so I think they're now that Kofi and uh, Woods are on the shelf, they're actually starting to seriously push Biggie as like a as a contender, uh, as a serious singles contender. 
I don't know if Capo that'll be Roman's the... back now, so that's not going to happen. Well, I'd like to see a match between Big E and Roman Reigns. Hell, I'd like to see... I thought it was going to be Big E versus uh, AJ Styles for the Intercontinental title. For a, yeah, for that would have been good. Yeah, before Jeff Hardy took it off of him. But, whatever. See where that goes. But, uh, yeah, then after that, yeah, yeah, Big E versus Sheamus. Big E, it was a good good match. Big E came out the victor. After that, singles match between Matt Riddle and King Corbin. Again, not bad. Not bad. Matt Riddle came out the victor, which... Uh, Didn't he I have a cringe last... promo? I'm sorry? People were saying his promo was cringy. Well, it's because they brought up the whole sexual allegation thing against him. Oh. Yeah, they they oh. brought a real life situation into a wrestling storyline, which oh, I don't think Vince. Yeah. Well, they've done that many times, but I would think an allegation against a guy they wouldn't. They would. They would. They would want to sweep that under the carpet. Yeah. Well, either way. But yeah, in terms of these last few matches, in the Big E Sheamus match and the Matt Riddle King Corbin match, I think both Big E and Matt Riddle needed to win these matches, and they did. And yeah, that was another thing that I really I actually kind of enjoyed about this whole pay per view was there were no screwy finishes, no surprise roll ups, no distractions, no disqualifications, every, no 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 overbooking. No, every every match had a clean finish. Excellent. Good. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call the main event a clean finish, but okay. Well, yeah, it's, well, I mean, te- technically he won clean, <laughs> but it, it was it was a no-holds-barred match. But, I still can piss. Yeah, it was legal. <laughs> yeah, I know, but anyway, moving on from there, uh, was uh, women's tag team titles. It was uh, Bailey and Sasha defending against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, or as the internet has dubbed them, Jaxler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, sure. sure. Shane Nia Jax is the, you've seen it several times in wrestling, the, the, the tag team where the two people hate each other. Right. Yep. The yeah. team but, where the one girl can hurt people if she wants to versus the girl who hurts people by mistake. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. It well, definitely seems that way. Yeah, the two people with clashing personalities, they don't get along, but they're a, uh, they're a team, and they worked together because they had to, right? Because they were stuck together. But anyway, the uh, yeah, this uh, match continued uh, the dissension of Sasha and Bailey because Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax won, and they're now the new women's tag team champions. The finish of that match was actually cool because, like, Nia Jax was on the outside. Like, I don't know if she was trying to sell an injury or what, but Baszler got. Uh, Baszler got Bailey in the. I, how do you pronounce the name of her finisher? The Kurakita Clutch or something like that. The Coquina. Uh, Co- Coquina Clutch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess okay. So. <laughs> and then at the same time, she had Banks in a heel hook, and then she took Banks's arm and put it across Bailey's throat, <laughs> and then Bailey tapped out. Ah. Yeah. So Baszler won the whole match, and then they kind of played up the whole thing where, like, saw, or Nia thinks it was all her plan because she, she told she told Shayna to follow her lead at the beginning of the match, even though Shayna is clearly the superior wrestler in this in this team. Right. 
Yeah, but then again, when you're teaming up with Nia Jax, it's not saying much. It's not yeah. hard. So. Yeah. Well, at least nobody stay as, stay as far away <laughs> from her as possible. Yeah. 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 Some, something tells me, like, the guys that these two are dating, if if they are, okay, they they don't win too many arguments, shall we say. <laughs> you know, uh, I would actually hurt them in real life. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, if I yeah, was dating would just, either. Like, make them go to sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> well, I, I, I imagine that Shayna Baszler could win an argument rather easily. Uh, <laughs> either, yeah. I think either of those two, if I was dating them, I would be like, Yes, dear. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. dear. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Why is there an armor on my throat? What's going on? That's an accident. I didn't want to go to nap. I, I didn't want to go to bed. I wasn't tired. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. That being that being said, Shayna Baszler is a little fun fact. Shayna Baszler is a is a legit metalhead. Yep. There we yeah. go. That's what I want to hear. That's my girl. Yep. So you'll get her on the show in twenty years. Yeah, or no, you got to go through the WWE's PR. <laughs> so twenty years. Oh, 20 years. Okay, well, yeah, we'll still we'll see if we're still doing the show in twenty years. <laughs> so what yeah. was what was the main event? Of, are we at the main event yet of Payback? Nope, we still got uh, Keith, uh, Keith Lee versus Randall Orton, or Rand, Rand or Keith Lee versus Randall. <laughs> Okay. Versus Keith Lee versus Keith Orton. Randall Randall Keith Lee Orton. <laughs> but uh yeah, Keith Lee making his uh, main roster pay-per-view debut uh after a rather underwhelming debut on the Raw uh the after SummerSlam. But it was made up for because I'll tell you I'm absolutely amazed they're pushing Keith Lee to the moon. He defeated Randy Orton clean as a whistle with a spirit bomb. In six oh. minutes and 40 seconds. Wow. And he's yeah. not wearing the mini skirt anymore. No, he's back to his tights. But he still is wearing a shirt for some reason. <laughs> I don't understand that. Maybe that's a Vince thing. I don't know. Yeah. But after his showing at Survivor Series against Roman Reigns, I kind of suspected that uh, when he eventually moved up to the main roster that uh, that they were going to push him pretty hard. Because when it came down to... Keith Lee and Reigns in the Survivor Series elimination match. Poof. I so many points I thought Keith Lee was going to win. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't, but he had a good showing. He he looked strong in defeat essentially. Ah. Uh-huh. But and now tonight he looks strong in victory. He dominated a 14 time or 13 14, I don't know. <laughs> However many times he a guy like Randy Orton, he beat him in less than 7 minutes clean as a whistle and wow. that's that's nothing to ignore <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like when i when i when i saw that i was just like holy fuck they're really doing it they're pushing keith lee i really i'm gonna knock on wood here hopefully they don't <laughs> hopefully they don't <laughs> rock out from under him oh. but i'm really i really really want keith lee to have a like if if he can like after his uh program with Randy uh, wraps up, if maybe he can beat Bobby Lashley and be a U.S. champion, I think that would be a ama- an amazing stepping stone for him. Mm-hmm. And then, or are they going to add him to the beatdown crew? Or the the hurt business? 
Oh, whoops, I thought it was TNA team name. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, Keith, uh, you know, if they do do a surprise heel turn, well, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think that would really do much for Keith Lee because he's over as a baby face as it is. So, and he I just showed up. Yeah, and why why not have him have him like ha- a good fucking hoss match with Bobby Lashley and have Keith Lee pull out like moon salts and like flips and stuff for a guy that looks like Keith Lee. <laughs> like, like really take Bobby Lashley to town and have them actually have a really good entertaining match that I know both of them are capable of. Mm-hmm. But, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause Bobby can wrestle. Bobby can wrestle and Bobby oh. can talk. It's just, they oh. don't, they, they don't, give him they don't use it. With. Yeah. Yeah. They give him shit to work with. Like if, like, if they applied Bobby's, uh, what was it? Walking Armageddon gimmick mm-hmm. from TNA. Like not to the extent of him winning every single championship, but if they did something similar to that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Matches with McIntyre and TNA were really good. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but Keith. Yeah, I, I'd like to see Keith Lee versus uh, Bobby Lashley in the future for the U.S. title. Vince, if you're listening. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> yeah, I, we, we want it. Everybody anything, wants. It. I doubt it, but if anything, it's Shane trying to steal ideas from people. Mm. Look at look oh. at Raw Underground, for example. Doesn't oh, that mean look UFC? like ICW no holds barred without chains and glass? Yeah, or what was it? UFC light because fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Because didn't didn't Shane McMahon want to buy the UFC at one point? Yep. Yeah. Or he wanted to partner to do it. So like you know, like this is totally his thing. Mm-hmm. You know. But Dad, I want to do this. I well, son, we'll give you a segment here on Raw. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> But I want to do it, but you bought WCW from me. Fuck. (laughs) That's the thing about the McMahons. They just screw each other over on national TV and all that. And then a little while later, all is forgotten. Like, (laughs) oh, God. Ah. Sorry, go on. Okay. Uh, one second here. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so after Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, beautiful match. <laughs> uh, it was a tag team match. It was Dominic and Rey Mysterio against Seth Rollins and and his buddy Murphy. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they're going to take away his first name. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to no, keep using legal loopholes. There we go. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good match. Uh, Dominic again had a really good showing. He's got really like again. Dominic's got really good timing in the ring, and uh, yeah, all four guys had a pretty good showing in this match. Uh, the finish came when there was a miscommunication between Rollins and uh, and Murphy. He was uh, Rollins was supposed to buckle bomb somebody into the into the corner, and Murphy was supposed to kick them in the back. But I think they reversed it. And Murphy ended up kicking Seth Rollins in the head. And then that led to uh, Ray and Seth fighting on the outside. And then 
Dominic gave Murphy the 619, followed by a frog splash, you know, the, the finishing move of his real dad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> Dominic ended up taking, taking the win in this match. I guess not, he pinned Murphy, not Rollins. So I guess it's not as big of a deal as it could have been. But still, that's pretty good for his second ever match. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I sorry, like, but Dominic and Ray both need to lose the stupid hoods. Yeah. Well, I don't think Dominic had the hood in this match. I think, I think he has wrestling with that would be so annoying. Yeah, Dominic Dominic's ditched the hood. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened, Vince. It fell off. <laughs> Where'd it go? <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Good match. And then Final match of the night was the triple threat no holds barred match for the Universal Championship. It was the Fiend, Fiend Bray Wyatt defending against Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman. Funny thing that I noticed during this match when the Fiend was coming out because the Fiend came out first for some reason. Mm-hmm. As the Fiend was walking up the steps, you could see Braun Strowman in the ring because he was supposed to attack him after he got in the ring. So Braun Strowman fucked up his cue, got in the ring, got back out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Braun Strowman, yeah, you clearly see this like seven, nearly seven foot tall man just standing in the ring when the fiend was walking up the steps. And I was just like, is that that's Braun? And then he just like looks around, get like goes back under the bottom rope. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, I didn't see the entrances, so. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty funny to me. <laughs> I tuned in when Braun hit him with the stairs like two minutes before the match ended. Okay, well, yeah, Braun, Braun attacked the Fiend while he was doing his entrance, and then the bell rang with only two of them in the ring. So these guys were basically it was a up until a certain point, it was a recreation of their match a week prior, just them giving like going ham on each other with weapons and like stairs and stairs. And, and when he speared him off the, well, tackled him off the stage. Yeah, that too. But then, and then you hear Braun like laugh or something after because they <laughs> fall, and then it, like it looks like Braun looks over and he goes, "Hey, you good?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then uh, towards the end of the match, um. Uh, Bray got brawn up on the turnbuckle and did a superplex, and then they did the whole ring collapsing spot. Oh, God. This is the first ring collapsing spot that didn't involve the big show. There we go, yeah. But, again, that, that, that whole concept doesn't make any sense to me, because, like, if you have battle royals or royal rumbles... And the oh, ring yeah, can hold that just, much just humanity? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah, to, like, and, like, I don't even consider Bray Wyatt to be that big of a guy. <laughs> like, not really, like he is pretty. He's big. Don't get me wrong. He's bigger than me, but he's not like big. It's not, it's not Haystacks Calhoun. That's for sure. No, exactly. Yeah, he's not like. He's like uh, if uh, he's stocky more than anything, he's a stockier. Right. You want to say Casanova? Okay. I'd say he's the same size as Cass. Probably, if you put Cass and Bray side to side. But, but maybe not as tall, because he's a tall <laughs> son bitch. Who Cass is? Yeah. Well, I imagine Bray Wyatt must be at least six feet. But anyway. Yeah. Or maybe Bray Wyatt's the same size as you, Dustin. 
Who knows? <laughs> I will search on Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Either either way. Uh, right. Yeah, they did the whole uh, spot and props to Charles Robinson who fell out of the ring and looked like he landed on his head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he took a good dive there. But then it was after, yeah, it was after this that Braun, or sorry, that uh, Roman Reigns' music hit. He came out on the stage with uh, with a steel chair and with Paul Heyman holding the contract. Then Roman Reigns signs the contract. I don't know how that works. It's okay, I, Bray is 6'3. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> Mystery solved. There we go. Anyway. Now we- but anyway, uh, but though, but this isn't Bray though. This is the Fiend. <laughs> the Fiend has super, super spooky powers. Remember, right? But anyway, but anyway yeah. Um, Casanova yeah. Valentine is six foot three. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There we go. There's, 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 there's your dream yeah. match right there. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pay for that. Cass versus the Fiend, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns came out after they collapsed the ring. And sign the contract on the stage, which I don't know how that works. I to, I, I, to participate in the match that has already started. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. All yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's where I kind of went. Fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Wrestling legal loopholes. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Roman Roman gets down there, attempts to pin the fiend first. Fiend kicks out. Goes after uh, Braun. Braun kicks out. Then Roman starts wailing on Braun with a chair. Very similar to how Stone Cold wailed on The Rock at WrestleMania 17. And then The Fiend tried to lock in the mandible claw on Roman. But then Roman hoofed The Fiend right in the balls. So The Fiend was out. Fiend rolled out of the ring. And then Roman speared Braun. Pinned him on the title. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, you're kidding. <laughs> no, that's exactly how it ended. <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently, All right. Can stand many things, but apparently spears and nut shots are his two weaknesses. You can't handle that. Yeah, no. they can they can fire out fall off buildings and fight in the swamp, and I'm yeah. sure they set each other on fire and ran each other over the car and blew one another up and yeah. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> all right, all right, Vince. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about Roman Reigns. It's not happening. Well, people <laughs> people wanted to see Roman Reigns as a heel for so long, and now we got him. But he's well, not. He's not the heel. That, he's not the, the heel that we wanted. No, not 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 like that. Like that's the only way that they're really going to get him over is they, they had to turn him, let him be a heel for a while and then turn him face. They should have done this a while ago because that was the formula that worked for the rock. Yeah. You know, which when you think about it, like the rock is still the most over wrestler in the world of wrestling right now. Still, when you think about it, because everyone, you know, sure he's not actually wrestling, but they still know Dwayne Johnson as The Rock, and no one else is watching actual wrestling. So when you think about it, like The Rock is still the most over wrestling like in the world right now. Yeah, absolutely. Which is a sad commentary. You know, it's 
it's a sad world when your cool Uncle Snowy is the voice of reason. Like, come on. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> uh, I forget where I saw it, but it's like, uh, apparently when John Cena first started, Triple H told him that they were probably going to, uh, John Cena was going to be the last marquee star mm-hmm. that they, that they yeah. were going to, because they, they got sick of, uh, the, their big superstars getting too big for, for the company and going off into Hollywood. So that's right. probably the reason why they refuse to push people to the point that they can like, because you look at The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, even going back to Hulk Hogan, like mm-hmm. uh, and Cena now more recently, they've all gone on to do movies. They've all gone on to do things outside of uh, of wrestling. Well, that's also the nature of the beast too, because like you have a limited shelf life. Your body can only withstand so much, and mm-hmm. if you're if you're over enough that you can retire a little bit early. And all that, and still stay in the public eye and make a decent living, make make a couple bucks doing something else like movies, like like TV. Then more power to them. Like the WWF, they can't have their cake and eat them and eat it too. No, like nobody's gonna like. You can't really expect these guys to just like stay pocketed in in the sports entertainment world. They have to branch out. So, like it's it's at the end of the day, it is entertainment. These guys are actors doing their own stunts. Right, right, and why why not get someone else to do the stunt when they get a little bit older? Yeah, like you 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 look at guys, yeah, you look at guys like The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, did you ever think that when Rocky Maivia came on the scene, that this little like dorky guy in these blue tights and the puffy hair would end up being the, like a man with all the charisma in the entire world? Not once. <laughs> no, no, I didn't give him a hope in hell. At one point, though. When Steve Austin was making his way through, first of all, world class, and then he, when he was debuting like in WCW and they were pushing him like with the Hollywood Blondes and all that, like you could kind of see like this guy is going to be the next Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. But with no one ever thought he was going to explode beyond wrestling. No, you know, he, because- like, he hasn't achieved the Hollywood success like The Rock has. But no, no, but he's still, he's still very much a household name. Like, right. he, he Quick question: a... Am oh, I allowed to say it? Am I allowed to say an impact spoiler? Uh, I don't know why you would, but like, what's going <laughs> on with what's going on tonight? I'm not doing NXT spoiler. I'm just doing Impact. Okay. I... Okay. okay. <laughs> Eric Young is world champ. Oh. Okay. Yeah, actually, by the time this goes to air, that will have already been come and gone. Yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. So Eric Young beat Eddie Edwards. Yep. Oh, well, good for him. Well, yeah, good, good, yeah. good, good Canadian boy. Can't go wrong yep. with that. So uh, is, is is Moose still the TNA champion, though? Yep. Okay. Well, <laughs> the TNA replica champion? Yeah, the, the one that they bought for under $100 on eBay. Yep. <laughs> apparently they don't have the real thing anymore. Doesn't AJ uh, have a real one? Uh, I maybe. <laughs> I guess he drove awkward. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but did, anyway. Did the CM Punk? This goes in my fridge. You know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's got him in his little gaming room where he does Twitch streams. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so 
Was that payback? Yeah, that was payback. So horns up, horns down, horns in the middle. Uh, given the fact that it was like a lot of solid matches and no screwy finishes, well, aside from whatever you call the finish for the the main event. Bullshit. Yeah, but every every like everything leading up to that, I'd say give it a horns up. No, oh, okay. What about you, dude? I only saw the end of Ro- Roman Fiend and Braun, so I'm gonna say horns down. Oh, okay. That's all. That's all you could go on. Okay. That's like, that's like judging an album by its cover art. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've done that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I've bought like as a as as a music fan. Like obviously, I predate the internet. Yeah. And all that. I pretty much predate computers when you really think about it. And uh, I've I've done that. I've done where it's like, well, I've read a interview in a in a magazine. I read a review, which that doesn't always tell you anything. A look at the cover art. Okay, I'll I'll take that chance. I'll take that chance. And uh, a lot of times it works. Mm, sometimes it didn't. So sometimes so much. Yeah, yeah. But, so, anyway, hey. did you, uh, Ducky? Did you cl- clear or quickly want to uh, cover the whole G Raver winning the lawsuit against uh, oh. Cornette? Uh, so, oh yes. If you remember back a f- quite a few episodes ago now, um, I talked about G Raver's injury and that he got a big gash under his armpit from a spot on a painter's ladder, which shouldn't have been a painter's ladder because he yeah. would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And because of that, Jim Cornette was like, oh, that was fucking stupid. He should have just bled out. So oh, he wow. made, uh, fuck Jim Cornette shirts. Uh-huh. Cornette sued him because he got offended and he lost. <laughs> so good. What, what did he try to sue him because he thought it was defamation of character? Pretty much. Well, that's not really defamation of character. No, it's not. It's that's, not. That's a statement. <laughs> it's a yeah. statement anything it's like uh like those municipal waist shirts with uh trump shooting himself in the head <laughs> that's right it's I called freedom of expression the, I have the flag on the wall behind me so uh so what you're saying is, is we can now buy these shirts again yes these fuck these fuck cornet shirts okay yes. <laughs> just uh, make okay. it i might need to order one when i get paid tomorrow all right yeah okay this is Sounds not good. like with some of the stuff that that Cornette says I agree. Some of the stuff, not so much. I this this time round, I have to say, okay, Jim, you have to take this one on the chin because for the shit that you've said, and then you fought for your freedom of speech and your freedom of expression and all that. This is exactly what G Raver is doing. And when you say stupid shit like you should have fucking died. Yeah. Okay, that goes a little above and beyond. Like Cornette has said some ribald stuff over the years, like when he threw a fireball into Ronnie Garvin's face, and then he said Garvin went up like the challenger shortly after the the shuttle explosion in nineteen eighty seven or whatever. Like that yeah. was like holy fuck. <laughs> so for some of the shit you said, Cornette, you know what? Uh, you better just suck this one up, pal. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, but don't stop making your podcasts because I love them. Yeah, there's probably a lot, a lot of people out there saying worse shit than fuck Cornette out there. Uh-uh. <laughs> Definitely. 
No, oh, well. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's... Uh, you want to move for, on? Uh, yeah, it's time for a little bit of turnbuckle talk here, which this whole time, as we're talking about title changes... And all this, and I'm sure you've heard me huffing and puffing and hemming and hawing in the background and all that. Just, ah, oh, there's just too many fucking titles. There and when you, when you have too many titles, okay, you start to devalue, and that's the key word here, you start to devalue the important titles that you do have the reason why it's the 10 pounds of gold the reason why world titles used to mean something so much the reason why the intercontinental and the u.s title actually meant something at one time is because there wasn't 800 million championships there wasn't 800 million titles and all that and it just seems like there's just too many and they're all being diluted because of it. And of course you can also, you know, well, fucking Vince Russo, the way he hot shot at every title and put the world title on David Arquette. That certainly didn't help when Vince McMahon <laughs> put the WWECW title on himself and all that. Fuck that. That certainly yeah. didn't help. Well, he did that to intentionally degrade the championship. Oh, well, it certainly worked. It certainly yep. worked. Yeah, yeah. So there is definitely too many titles, and I thought maybe it would be a good idea if we kind of took the time now and played imaginary Booker and all that, and maybe kind of realigned some of these titles. What would we get rid of? What would we get? What would we add? What would we merge? What would we leave alone? And all that. And I actually thought now would kind of be the good time. While we're still thinking of the WWF and all of its many titles and all that, that's first and foremost. Too many titles. Like, oh my God. First of all, you have, and I understand the brand split. Mm -hmm. Okay. But do you really need. Two world titles. Okay, you, you got one one WWF world title, and then you have the universal title. But for all intents and purposes, like you've got two world titles in one federation, and it just kind of uh what do you guys think of this? Well, the original concept, like when the when the brand split first started in 2002, the original idea was that they were going to have the undisputed champion be on both shows the women's champion be on both shows it seemed like the tag team titles kind of like were originally on smackdown and then the the people like the people who were the tag champs got moved over to raw so then they introduced the like those were the world tag team titles and so then they introduced the wwe tag team titles for smackdown <laughs> and then the the intercontinental title too it kind of like hopscotched between uh, both brands until they eventually introduced or reintroduced the United States Championship after WCW had folded. Mm -hmm. So, when in terms of a world champion, I don't think like I think that the world champion should appear on both brands. And yeah. NXT aside, I'm I'm just talking I'm just talking strictly about Raw and SmackDown here. 
Right. Because as much as much as WWE likes to claim that NXT is their third brand, it really isn't. <laughs> they only that, that only that that only counts during Survivor Series season now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I I think the audience like Raw and SmackDown is more for what audience they do have. It's more a Joe and Jane average, whilst NXT seems to be like. You know, an actual wrestling connoisseur fan type. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think that the the world champion should, or the WWE championship should be fought on both Raw and SmackDown. Get rid of the whole universal championship thing. Oh, because God, yes. Not only is that a dumb name for a championship, I just, I don't know. It's... At this, <laughs> Having a world title, excuse me, having a world championship that's only four years old, that's more important than the Intercontinental title. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. I totally agree. Yeah. 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 Oh, dumb. and it would, for, for a guy like me, it would kind of harken back to the days where you had the one world title, like when Ric Flair would take the world title to world class to mid Atlantic to Mid-South, okay? You have one WWF World title champion, and he defends it on Raw, and he defends it on SmackDown. Every once in a while, sure, just for shits and giggles, have him defend it on NXT. Mm-hmm. Now, when when you have the special events, you know, that while, while the world champion is defending over on one of the other brands... That is where the United States title comes in handy. You put the U.S. champion on SmackDown, or you put the Intercontinental on Raw, let those two titles be the big ones. Be like the representative titles for their brand, almost. Right, right. And that'll also build up those titles to actually mean something again. Because I'm sorry, like they don't and they haven't meant anything for a long time. And this would build up, you know, to the point where the WWF title used to mean something as well. I would like to see it get back to the point, to to, to that point. <sighs> Same thing can be said with the SmackDown and the the uh, the Raw tag team. Like they have different champions, right? Okay, mm-hmm. for every for every brand, there's a there's a there's woman's a there's there's, there, there's a woman's champion and a woman's tag team champion, right? Well, no, the the women's yeah. tag team titles are defended across all three brands. That's, oh, okay. That, yeah. Okay, so that's that, good. That okay. So, sense. yeah, there is only one women's tag team champion. Yes, that works. Okay. Yeah. Now what? But there's two women's champions. Yep, there's a Raw and a SmackDown women's title, and an NXT women's title, okay. and an NXT UK women's title. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally on the other side of the pond. <laughs> so we're not too worried about that. But mm-hmm. I think it's definitely time to merge the women's titles, the world's women's. Yeah. You know, right. like. The women's titles, the tag team titles, and the world titles, I think, should all be merged together, have the champions have the women's tag title 
tag team champions, the women's champion, the tag team champions, and the world champion fight on on both brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And NXT. Okay, what, what else is okay? What else is what else? Not counting in a, a, NXT. What else does the WWF have for titles? See, this is what I mean. <laughs> like, the, yeah. I don't even know who all the champions are. There's that continental US twenty four seven. The twenty four seven. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, the glorified that's... hardcore championship. The PG hardcore title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people don't win with weapons like bashing like glass jars over people's heads anymore. They just do surprise roll ups and yeah. yeah. I okay. think it's great. It's funny as hell. Our truth no. makes that belt. It, least... it, if it wasn't for him, it would suck. Yep. Entirely. The twenty seven eleven. But it's still basically a ha ha belt. Like it's not supposed yeah. to be taken seriously. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a joke belt. Yeah, it's a joke belt for sure. Okay, I'm 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 not too thrilled about the whole concept and all that. Like the idea of the hardcore title worked at one point, mm-hmm. but you know I'm just I missed that belt. I know. do too. But it was literally rotting away. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is there in, in the WWF? Aside from okay, aside from all the main roster titles, you mean? Um, have we covered them all? Oh yeah, there's the Universal and WWE. There's Intercontinental in the U.S. There's Raw and SmackDown tag, Raw and SmackDown women's, the women's tag team titles, twenty four seven title. Right. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's all the main roster titles. And then on NXT, you got the NXT title, the women's NXT women's title, the NXT tag titles, the, and the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, and the North American Championship. That's their mid card mm. title. Yeah. Uh, with the amount, does does NXT need the secondary title right now? Considering like their program, their weekly program is an hour, right? No, it's two hours. They just, they only show an hour of it on on Sportsnet. Oh, okay, okay. I only get yeah up here. I don't have the network or anything like that. So yeah, they only show uh, okay. Um, that's not bad. That's not yep. bad. I don't think I would touch NXT very much. And then NXT UK has the the world title, the women's title, and the tag titles. Uh, okay, well, but that's like I said, that's literally across the pond. How much of that is you NXT UK? How much is that really in our consciousness on in well, since, or, since in North brand, America? Since the brand's been like uh, on hiatus since March. Like all these, oh. all these title reigns, <laughs> all these title reigns have been extended without anybody having to actually defend them for some time oh. for, for six okay. months. Well, yeah. If if the whole league is down, then can okay. someone please do a gimmick when NXT UK starts again in in like at the end of the month where a champion could just be like, "I'm undefeated for six months. No one could beat me." Uh, uh, <laughs> Haley Ray actually did that on Twitter the other day. She said, it's been a year since I've been NXT champion. She's only defended it twice. Mm. <laughs> actually, that's something to go with. Why not? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Walter's been... Well, Pete Dunne was NXT UK champion for almost two years, I think. And right. Walter, Walter's fast approaching that. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I don't know who the hell is ever going to be Walter. 
Props like that. Yeah, I'm hearing good things about this Walter guy. Like in, in terms of in the in the ring and all that. I've seen a couple of clips and all that. Yeah, so. his, chop, his chops are otherworldly. Okay. The signature that I got in the wrestle crate this month was Walter, and it was when he chopped Tyler Bate over the rope in the UK. Oh. Wow. And yeah. it's just the ripple photo of his chest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Walter doesn't fuck around when it comes to chops. No, <laughs> no he does not. Oh. I'm gonna but, have uh, to gonna have to check out NXT UK. I have a feeling out of all the brands in the WWF banner, at least that's probably the one that would appeal to me most. I'm thinking probably, yeah, that yeah. Okay. It's it's yeah, it's it's like it's it's similar to NXT, but it's just British. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Fair Nigel, enough. Fair. Yeah, Nigel McGuinness does commentary. And, oh, okay, I'm sold. Yeah. You got me. Uh, yeah, as far as WWE is concerned with their titles, yes, I agree. A lot of them need to be assimilated into, mm. or, uh, or uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, consolidated into like... Yeah. Deleted. Merged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some merged, some deleted. That's yeah. Deleted. Like, yeah, to quote Matt Hardy. But, uh, yeah, they need to prepare for assimilation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking uh, of, what about AEW? Okay. We AEW have four championships right now. Yeah. Um, I'm good actually with all, with what they have for, for the amount of time that they're on, or they, they have, they have been on. They have their world title. They have their world tag titles. They have the ladies' title and the television title. Yeah. I can't, sorry, I can't call it's it the TNT, TNT title. <laughs> no, but that just irritates the piss out of me. I can't. I can't. I can't. It doesn't help that my wife is totally in love with Cody. I know. I know. Oh, I lost the title and all that. Not the champion anymore. I know. So. I know. I haven't told her yet. She's going to be devastated. Wow. What the. F- <laughs> oh yeah, but... no when, when you're doing turnbuckle tops since it's usually you talking most of the time i loaded up sea of thieves and i just got shot in the face <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. okay all right all right aw yeah. okay i'm uh, like i said i'm i'm good like it's mm-hmm. they've all they've been around what a year you know uh, and... double or nothing was their one year anniversary for events uh, okay. This October, I think October second is going to be the first anniversary of Dynamite. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. one guy of the first anniversary of Dynamite. Okay, cool. Because like the idea of the TV title definitely works because, especially now where they're predominantly a television show. Yes, with with everything that's that's going on, and they so, have fans again. There. Yeah, uh, capacity, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I'm 66 for, for the amount at least, have, for, at least they have natural crowd reactions, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I, I guess something's better than nothing, and it's better mm-hmm. than the piped in sound, yeah, exa- that's exactly my point. It's like, yeah. the, having the piped in crowd noise with no real, like, like, re- like no real reaction to anything that go- that's going on. 
Mm. And like, and then, then you got AEW, where I'm pretty sure like these small sections of the crowd that they have placed sporadically throughout uh, the venue are all mic'd up, so you can hear them really loud. Yeah, and it's a it's an organic reaction too. Yes, it's and these are people; these are real wrestling fans that there. That's the key. Yeah, <laughs> investments in the product and yeah. in the storylines. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we kind of touched upon that with TNA and moving out into, you know, away from their their little event center and all that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> with the NWA, with Billy Pumpkin's version of the NWA, like, unfortunately, they're kind of on hiatus right now, kind of they're totally rechanging their their plan of attack. I have to admit, for the amount of like like because they were only doing the youtube show yeah power yeah right so they had they had they had sweet charlotte they had the 10 pounds of gold which i'm so happy for they had the tag team titles yep yeah okay so nick as as it stands right now nick all this is still the world champion right and was it uh Eli Drake and James Storm were the tag champions. Are the tag champions? Yeah. And they have they have the North American oh. title. Do they? I thought they had the television title. Mm. They brought that oh, back. And Starks was Ricky Starks won the tournament, and then Ziggy Dice won it from him. That's right. That's right. Okay, so no. for the the amount of programming that the NWA has, they don't or had all the way up until the Carino hit the world and all that, they didn't need a secondary title at all. If you only have an hour-long show a week, yeah, they didn't need the North American title. They didn't need the TV title. So No, I don't... Did they Did they bring back the North American title? Yeah. yeah. I don't recall ever seeing that on Power. Yeah. No. Yeah, and it was actually a throwback to the old Mid-Atlantic, or the old... NWA North American title where it was the just the red belt and the the gold thing of America and all that and it just oh yeah it yeah. was it, it was cool to see you know it harkened me back to the territory days and all that but I'm also like thinking well, well for the amount of programming they had do they really need both of these secondary titles and I don't I don't think so when the NWA does get going, you know, I think they should concentrate on the world and tag titles. And then as they've been around for a couple more years, maybe add the TV title again. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely also, going to be interesting. The women's title too, don't forget. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have to build up that roster, though. They do. But, like, right, well, as of right now, Thunder Rosa is uh, facing... Uh, Hikarushida at All Out for the. I am eight. looking forward to that. I I admit it. I'm a Thunder Rosa fan. When's the last time? Wait, AW like an NWA champion was on Turner Television? Is what year is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good call. Good Enough. call, buddy. That's stuff that years. Yay, gimmick infringement, buddy. You're stepping on my toes here. You're well, right. I, I, yeah. NW, yeah, I knew that the NWA had a working relationship with uh, Ring of Honor, but like. Now that like Thunder Rosa's appeared on AEW now, like how 
Are we going to see Nick Aldis run in on like John Moxley or something now? Oh, <laughs> not yet. I don't want that yet. Give give that give give AEW and NWA a good five years before <laughs> you start doing shit like that. I mean, Nick Aldis is already faced. He already faced Cody at All In two years ago uh, for right. the NWA title, but that that wasn't technically an All AEW event. Oh yeah, we're 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 a whole new era in AEW now. It's a whole new ball game. Yeah. Um, Impact. We have the Impact World Championship, which apparently, congratulations, Derek Young. Yep. <laughs> um, we you have. Want to talk about NXT because I can. Yeah. Uh, no. No. We're not, I'm not too worried about it right now. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, we got Eric Young as the Impact World Champion. We got uh, uh, the X Division. Yeah, the the X Division. Yeah, the X Division title, which that is a long-standing tradition with TNA. Before that, mm-hmm. that's that's fine. You have the Ladies Championship and the Championship. <laughs> right, right, the Knockouts. Yes, and the Tag Team Champions. I'm actually good with that. Well, considering that uh, over the years the TNA and Impacts had, what else? What else have they had? They had like they had the Legends Championship. They that had the can that can go away. The Legends yeah, that that already talked about. Oh yeah, that's long gone. And then they had the, the, the Grand Championship, which was <laughs> oh that they was had the bullshit. King of the Mountain Championship. Oh yeah, yeah. those were all uh, terrible. The Knockouts Tag Team titles, which I believe at one time were held by ODB uh, and uh, Eric Young. Yep. Yeah. 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 Before you bring back a Knockouts Tag title, you have to you have to build up. They had Jeff Hardy's ugly looking world title. Oh, that was yeah, but that was a world title, but that was just his own custom thing that looked like you the Transformers. Yeah, Yeah, it looked like if you bent over, it would impale you. (laughs) and as for the tna title that moose is carrying around okay it's just it's like the ftw it's yeah it's not officially recognized right right it's just kind of a joke thing and i think that that angle that that gimmick still has legs Mm -hmm. for sure for sure yeah yeah steps in and says oh we gotta it's like this is or they're gonna have like an undisputed World champion match is gonna make Moose versus oh, Eric Young. <laughs> oh god. Okay, well the like I okay, I can see it Moose. would be funny. My opinion, it won't happen. But like do Moose and Eric Young. Uh have Eric Young win. And then like as he picks up the TNA title, looks at the back closely and being like grabs the mic, it's like you paid a hundred bucks for this, and you left the price tag on it. You so this is a fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could see, yeah, like with Moose having this faux faux title, challenging Eric Young. Like we're gonna have a title for title, you know. And Young is like, like, dude, you're delusional. No, it's just for my real title and all that. That would make a good story. That would make a good build. I th- I, yeah. I think and they should really. Go that way, and of course, once once Young defense successfully defends his title, then he just drops the TNA title, and then Moose can just grab it, and then 
run run to the back with it because everyone knows that it's you know it's not a real it's it's not a real thing so that's how, okay we should be selling our booking here we shouldn't be <laughs> we shouldn't be putting it out there into the wrestling world we're giving away too many ideas here <laughs> ring of honor Okay, they recently announced they're they're all through the month of September that the it's I imagine the TV tapings have already happened, but they're having a tournament for the new Pure Champion, which was yeah yeah Ring Ring of Honor years ago had their their secondary title was the Pure Champion the Pure title, where I. Don't remember the whys and wherefores because I wasn't I didn't have access to Ring of Honor back then like I do now. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it it was the secondary title and it was it was supposed to be I think it was kind of like the idea was the same idea as the um, X Division title like oh. Brian da- uh, Brian Danielson had it um, Joe Samoa Joe had it Christopher Daniels. Samoa Joey. Joey like it was kind of like the X division of Ring of Honor. Okay. They've they've re- they've reannounced this, and that had me going. Well, okay, Ring of Honor is they've had they've been under you know they've un, they've undergone the hiatus, the whole Carino hiatus and all that. I don't know if bringing back a title right now really means anything for Ring of Honor. Like right now, they have their world champion. Yeah. They have a, they have their TV champion, the tag champions. They have the ladies, and they have the women of Ring honor. Of honor. Yeah, the 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 women of honor, and they have the ROH six man tag team champions. Oh, I've always hated that. the the idea of the six-man title worked in the nwa in 1986 okay Mm -hmm. doesn't really work now i don't think anyone in ring of honor really gives a rat's ass about the six-man title i can't i couldn't even tell you who was holding them to be honest there were some luchadors are the champions apparently Hmm. Okay, so I would have no problem getting rid of the six-man tag team champions. Um, and the, and, the women sorry? of honor title was the women of honor title has only been around for what, like two years? Yeah, yeah, and their roster is so depleted right now. Like it's they really have they they have to build it up more than the impact roster yeah, has, after, has to. after after AEW started like Ring of Honor got kind of gutted <laughs> like because uh-huh. they they lost uh they lost SoCal Uncensored they lost the Bucks they lost Omega they lost Cody they lost Hangman <laughs> oh yeah. yeah like Ring, Ring of Honor itself def, def, definitely needs to do a little rebuilding but their women's division especially so it would probably be in ring of honor's best idea to right now to suspend the the women's title for a while yeah i remember brandy rhodes being in the tournament for the women of honor title (laughs) (laughs) and that that is a whole turnbuckle talk all on its own brandy rhodes trust me Uh, Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and so, so like I'm, yeah, the, the six men, the women they should kind of hold, and I don't think the pure title really needs to be brought back just yet. You know, like they're they no, they need to establish some stars before they start introducing new championships. Right, and they have to reestablish themselves. Yeah, really. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's a company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And finally, I know we've been yapping for quite a while here. We're going to wrap this up soon. Major League Wrestling, MLW. Okay. For they're once again, yeah, they're on the the BN Sports channel and all that, but their reach is only so far. Yeah, I, I I've never watched MLW. You never so. watched any MLW at all. Okay, there's just I, I don't know, man, because they, they have their world title. They have the tag title. They have their middleweight, okay? And then they have their national open weight title, which I guess is kind of their idea of the uh, of a secondary title, their intercontinental, their North American title and all that. Once again, I think with mlw just for the for the amount of reach they have and the amount of programming they have i don't need i don't think do they really need to well okay when you're talking about the cruiser weight the middle weight that's kind of a different area than a secondary title like the national open weight so that that might be a totally different beast for the amount of programming they had, I really don't know if right now maybe they should be suspending the national open weight until they reestablish themselves fully. Yeah. You know, there's only there's there's only so much you can do right now. It's going to be really interesting a year from now, like if the US just you know, I want to get off too far off topic because I'll definitely get on my snowbox about this. But when the U.S. does get its COVID shit together and all that, the wrestling landscape is going to be very interesting, say, a year or two from now. Hopefully, be before then, it's definitely going to be something to look forward to. And maybe another year and a half, two years, we might have to uh, follow up to this episode just to see... If all of these titles, what what happened in our predictions or what we think should happen, it would be interesting to see exactly what did or what didn't happen in that amount of time. Well, guys, yes, by the uh, looking at the time on the clock, I think it's just about that time. I'm sure we've all had a long weekend. I know mm -hmm. I have. And it's definitely going to be a long week as well. So thank you. And this to... weekend is going to be fucking long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, oh, got all, we got all out on Saturday and you, got, you guys are doing something on Sunday. Right, yeah. right. What time, and... what time should we come over Saturday, Matt? Uh, 5.30. Works for me. Yeah, 5, so 5.30. What time, you coming to, what time are you coming to Dad's on Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're meet up your dad's, or, or are you talking about snow? Are you talking to Snowy? Talking to Snowy because that's where. Where am I going first. to watch? Where am I going to watch all all out all in? Matt, all, yeah, we're coming to my house to watch. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, how can people get a hold of us? 
on Facebook at facebook.com slash wrestling night in Canada and Instagram at wrestling night in Canada. Right on, right on. And of course, um, you're going, if you're hearing about us just through some way, shape or form, uh, wrestling night in Canada is proud members of the shining wizards network, shining wizards network, Dot com. We are predominantly pro wrestling network, but there is a variety of other comedy podcasts, um, uh, really cool pop culture. There is a really, really awesome uh, heavy metal <laughs> podcast in our brother program, Radioactive Metal. If you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy and you want a little bit more, you're going to want to check out radioactive metal more more of you yeah (laughs) trust me more snowy more snowy world needs (laughs) more snowy yeah yeah. so in the meantime and in between time that's it this has been another exciting episode of wrestling night in canada Uh, i'm snowy white i'm matt copper and i'm dustin maruka Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>